Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Friday, October 7th, 2022. This is episode number 438 of a show where we co-create life together, a show where you join me with my family on our small farm and homestead as we grow all around. And that's right, it is, well, it's a little bit beyond the two-year anniversary of the show. Uh, the two-year, the show actually started, the first episode was on September 30th of 2020. Okay, so we're a little past the two-year anniversary of the show. But, you know, um, I don't really see this as a, as a, as a huge benchmark, uh, quite honestly. Um, it's almost like a birthday in, in, and in our family, uh, birthdays were, you know, they've kind of become to not be a big deal. Uh, anniversaries, uh, same thing. Um, yeah, you know, yesterday's episode was dedicated to my parents and their 49th anniversary. And you might think otherwise that we actually do make a big deal out of these events, but the reality is we don't. Um, same thing with Christmas. We've come to get to a point where the focus is on time with family and not the whole gift exchange. Therefore, uh, I don't know, about 10 years ago uh, after, that's a whole nother, maybe that should be a show in and of itself, but we decided to change the way in which we give gifts. There was a dollar limit, one specific person we would give to. Eventually, there became a number of gift limit. All items had to be handmade, locally purchased, used. You know, there's, there's a number of categories, so some thought and consideration has to be put into it. And this isn't just a keeping up with the Joneses in terms of gift giving. And, um, you know, how that relates to this episode is, you know, it, 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 this just isn't a big deal. So I, I, you know, basically all we're going to do with this episode is take a look at where we've been, you know, where we've come from. We'll get to a point where we're talking about where we are now, and then we'll talk about where we're going. And I figured the best way that we can do that is just take a look at the very first episode was so we'll take a listen to a, a little snapshot of the very first episode of the all around growth podcast so why exactly are we connecting what is it that draws us here together maybe you're looking for something you have yet to find or Perhaps you're experiencing some significant transition in your life. You may be unhappy with your day job, or perhaps you even recently got laid off. Maybe you're trying to improve and grow certain relationships in your life, or perhaps you're interested in volunteering or working within your community. Maybe there's an underlying or chronic health issue that impacts your daily life. 
or perhaps you're simply looking to improve your health and well-being. Most likely, it's a combination of any or maybe even all of those reasons. The bottom line is that we are both interested in personal growth and development. We are both interested in all-around growth. And here we are. Episode number 438. It's been a it's been a, it's been a road, you know? It's been an interesting road over the past couple of years. And over the past couple of years, uh, I also wanted to, to give you guys some insight into, you know, where we're at, like downloads, what the most popular episodes were, what some of the demographics are, right? Where, at least in terms of where people are listening from. So let's, let's take a look at some of this. So over the course of time, since September of 2020, there have been 14,631 downloads since the show was published. In May of 2022, the month that I left my job, the show peaked. At, that was its most popular point with 1,672 downloads. That's interesting. Um, the, the top five episodes in this order, I think are worth pointing out, uh, because they are a big part of what this show is all about. All right. And in this order, the most popular episode of all time was episode number, and I'll link to these episodes in the show notes. The most popular episode of all time was episode number 234 called titled Start a Fire. And according to the science of complexity, when a living system is in a state of equilibrium, it is less responsive to change. Prolonged sameness can therefore leave a system vulnerable and open to major disaster. An example in nature would be the absolute prevention of forest fires. To keep the parks open to visitors, we see a constant emphasis on fire prevention. But fires are a natural part of the cycle of regeneration and cleansing for that system. Preventing even small fires allows a buildup of the undergrowth so that when a fire does occur, rather than just cleaning out the ground cover, it destroys even the tall, mature trees. In recent years, we have seen the stories of raging fires consuming valuable trees, expensive homes, and businesses as they are fueled by years of undergrowth. Is the sameness and constancy in your life a blessing, or is it leaving you vulnerable? Is 20 years on the same job a sign of great loyalty, or has it made you complacent and unaware of the changes that have occurred in the workplace. Do you resist change at all costs? These are questions that come to us from the rudder of the day. 
a book by Dan Miller and a book that I grew to read and share and eventually just talk on over time because I had reached a point in in my life and you, you know that point in life was a big driver into why this show started in the first place right you heard all the reasons why in that little introductory clip okay we're just trying to grow all around we're interested in personal growth and development whatever that means that's why we got here in the first place for me that's evolved into building a life in homestead co-creating a life in homestead with my family and bringing you along for the ride because that in and of itself is part of my journey towards all-around growth. In this book, The Rudder of the Day, Stories and Wisdom to Kickstart Your Workday by Dan Miller, author of the book 48 Days to the Work You Love, was a, like I said, it was a critical component to this podcast. So what is this book? Well, it, it's a book of little little readings, little vignettes, all right? What do I mean by that? Well, the first 60 minutes of each day will set the stage for what that day will hold. Be very careful how you start your day. In the first few minutes, you are planting the seeds for your effectiveness, influence, health, and spiritual vitality for that day. If you get up late, grab a cup of coffee and a Twinkie, rush to work fighting the idiots in traffic and drop down exhausted at your desk 10 minutes late, you have just set the tone for everything that will happen that day. Every task will seem like pressure and your best efforts will be greatly diluted. So these stories in this book assure success for our work day. It gave me something to look forward to. It gave me a different perspective because there were times over the past two years where it was very difficult to maintain a positive perspective. All right, so if you find yourself feeling that way, then you might want to check this book out. I'll see if I can't link to this in the show notes as well. The Rudder of the Day. And, you know, if, if that's not enough for you, you can. I'll, I'll read some bullet points on the back cover of this. In this book, we learn why reading the news first thing in the morning is a bad idea. Why TV is even worse. How to keep from being trapped like a monkey in your work. You know, sometimes you got to let go of those peanuts. Why more money may be an empty goal. How to avoid the pressure of other people's expectations. Why you should trust your sense of unrest. How security in your job may be a trap. 
and there's discussion of biblical principles for each day with that day's action plan. Okay, so this is the long-awaited compilation of stories to inspire and direct drawn from the 48 Days newsletter. And more than 41,000 people have subscribed to this newsletter. And in this book contain the most inspiring stories to make sure your rudder of the day directs you toward the success you deserve. Guys, this is a good book. There are just... Basically, you know, going back as I look at one of these bookmark pages, what we've got is the reading of the day, a quote from the Bible, and a couple questions to give us some direction for the day. Simple, and I highly recommend it. So that was the most popular episode to date. The second most popular episode was episode number 114, an episode on the Freedom Cell Network. And, you know, we'll take a look at that real quick and talk about that briefly. Um, for those of you who don't know what the Freedom Cell Network is, Freedom Cells are peer-to-peer -peer groups organizing themselves in a decentralized manner with the collective goal of asserting the sovereignty of group members through peaceful resistance and the creation of alternative institutions. All right, guidelines for basic etiquette are simple. Be respectful. Be open-minded towards alternative opinions. Don't attack people. If you're having a debate, criticize the argument instead of attacking the individual. For example, ad, ham, ad hominem, logical fallacies, think about things like this, refrain from using derogatory language. So there's all sorts of stuff in the show notes on episode 114 about the Freedom Cell Network. But the Freedom Cell Network and the concepts of agorism go hand in hand. What is agorism? It's a social philosophy that advocates advocates creating a society in which all relations between people are voluntary exchanges by means of counter-economics engaging with aspects of nonviolent revolution. Very simple. In episode number 114, there's links to that. There's links to a recent event where John Bush talked about agorism. And there is a link where you can see about 10 minutes in detail on what the Freedom Cell Network is the basic structure of the Freedom Cell Network, and links to, at one point, what was a working draft of the Freedom Cell Manual, links to the Greater Reset, and all sorts of stuff. Also links to uh, Float Fest, which occurred last year and this year, and just lot, links to a lot of different Freedom Cell-related activities. Okay, so that was the second most popular episode. Um, my experience with Freedom Cell, with the Freedom Cell Network recently had, at least locally, and that was my, my, my primary interest in it was trying to connect with people locally. There was some interest at first, but it seems like interest has waned 
not too many people actually want to get out and connect. A lot of people locally are really interested in interacting online, but when it comes out to boots on the ground and like meeting, no one really seemed that interested in engaging. Maybe I should kick one of those up again and, you know, see, but I was doing routine meetings and it was just kind of a nothing burger with the local community and that was disappointing. <coughs> the, my own little uh, inner cadre that I began forming kind of disintegrated. There's just, uh, and, and, and admittedly, that's through my own fault with not trying to actually put in the effort and facilitate and grow that. So there are good things there. Um, and I would encourage you to check out episode number 114 on the Freedom Cell Network if those ideas appeal to you because they may give you some ideas that can um, help you build a community in your own uh, location. And also, we, we talk about this a lot in the Telegram group and other Telegram groups. So if you're interested in you know, more dialogue on this, just join us over at t.me slash allaroundgrowth and we can talk about that some more there. Now, this, the, the third most popular episode was episode number 200, and that was an episode titled, I Fired My Financial Coach and My Health Coach. And basically, that was recorded around this time last year, where the time had come to act on some decisions that had been made and that episode detailed out the transition that I made with both my financial coach and my health coach and why I did what I did. Okay, so I was working with two different, two different coaches, a candom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if, 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 that's, if that sounds interesting, you know, why did I do that? Well, episode number 200 is for you. Admittedly, the title is a little bit provocative to draw people in. And that's probably why it's the third most popular episode. Now, the fourth most popular episode is the very first episode, which is a little shorty, an introduction to the All Around Growth podcast, and I played a clip for you with that at the very beginning of the show. Not much to say there other than the show notes read simply, this is the first episode of the All Around Growth podcast. We are going to outline the goals and objectives of the show. We are interested in personal growth and development. We are interested in actively building deliberate living systems. We are building a strong and supportive network to support one another. We are the community that we've been seeking. We are All Around Growth. That's it, guys. The idea of the show was quite simple. The idea was to 
create a community that we really couldn't find anywhere else. We find elements of what we're looking for in other places, but not entirely. We can't really identify with all the people there. We're into a lot of the ideas and the things that they're doing, but there's something missing. I can't quite wholly connect with them. And that's why we're here. Because we can bring in all of those different elements, share them here, allow others to take what's relevant to them while they leave the rest, and so on and so forth. We grow all around. It's different. I don't know how to explain it. I'm into a lot of the same things that you are. You're into the, a lot of the same things that I am. Not, we're not into all of the same things, and that's okay. We talk about the things we're into. We don't talk about the things we're not. Other people do the same. At the end of the day, it's a really supportive community of people all doing different things. And over time, it's, it's, it's really come to literally evolve into a community where we literally are supporting one another. And I mean, literally doing that. The show's evolved into a point where I've left my job to help my family grow this business. You guys help support that. All of you, your know, big time supporter has been Brian Norton, Scrambling University. My brother, I, I appreciate you, man. Look forward to talking about all of the ideas that are brewing literally and figuratively. <sighs> Brewing. As time goes on, more on that later. But I didn't know what it was two years ago. We are the community that we've been seeking. Here it is. Now. We continue to build a strong and supportive network. We continue to actively build deliberate living systems. We are not merely interested in personal growth and development. We are growing developing. We are all around growth. And I appreciate you being a part of it. Finally, guys, the last episode, 
number five coming in at number five in the top five was episode number 59 where I did an episode titled Born Day Fasting. And that episode real quickly, take a look at that, was an episode where I talk about fasting on the day that you were born with spiritual intention. This was a practice that I engaged in for a period of time. And um, if you're not familiar with it, I would maybe encourage you to try it. You can learn about where I learned that from. Uh, an individual named Kensu the Reminder. That's his uh, handle on Twitter, his name on Twitter. And it was an interesting, you know, it was an interesting experience. Uh, I have my my thoughts about these, um, you know, I don't know. I have all sorts of thoughts about spirituality and whoops, minor technical error there. Um, I have all sorts of thoughts about spiritual matters. And we're not going to get into that right now. But if you want to learn more on what Born Day Fasting is, then again, I will link to episode number 59 in the show notes. And that is an episode that dates back all the way to December 8th of 2020. Now, there you have it, guys. That is some interesting information, sort of a throwback on the top five episodes. And one thing that I wanted to share with you guys is a, a look back at the, you know, how, like, how people are using the devices, like what people are, 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 are playing this through, all right? And I know that I've talked about, hey, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, okay? Why? Here's why. Of all the episodes downloaded, 45% of them have been downloaded through Apple Podcasts, all right? So, that's almost half of them. Now, that is an overwhelming majority. There is the, the 6,638 downloads through Apple Podcasts. Falling under the other category is like, you know, 4,000. And, and that, that consists of everything from... Uh, let's see. Podcast Addict comes. Well, let's okay. The top five apps that are used to download the show. Number one, all around or pff, number one, Apple Podcasts at forty-five percent, six thousand six hundred thirty-eight downloads. Number two, Podcast Addict, six percent, nine hundred fifty-two downloads. Number three, Pandora, five percent. 
824. Number four, just through the web browser, looking at buzzsprout or allaroundgrowth.buzzsprout.com, just the, the, the default web player at 5% and other unknown Apple apps at 5%, which is tied with Overcast at 5%, okay? Um, then we've got, you know, I'll just, I'll just list the top 10. Your Buzzsprout site, number 4%, so I, I guess that's not the web browser. Then we got Apple iTunes at 3%, Google Podcast 3%, Unknown 2%, and Spotify at 2%. Okay, so there we have the top 10, top 11, I guess there were a few ties in there. Um, devices, so I, I, again, I really do encourage users to rate and review the podcast in Apple Podcasts. Of all time, the top device that people are listening on is an Apple iPhone. 63% of the audience listens through an iPhone. And 80% of the listeners listen on a mobile device of some kind. Has this changed all time versus the last 10 episodes? Let's find out. Mm, not really. A little bit. Um, I think, if anything, what I'm seeing is we've got a decrease in Apple Podcasts from 45% to 34%. And then the unknown category from 5% has gone up to 14%. Podcast Addict has also gone up from 6% to 8%. Overcast has gone up from 5% to 7%. And the web browser has gone up from 5% to 6%. So things have changed, but nevertheless, the top app is still remains Apple Podcasts. The top device is still the Apple iPhone, and most listeners are using a mobile device. So again, guys, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you have the ability. And if you don't, then uh, maybe encourage others who do listen to the show that do have these devices, encourage them to do the same. All right. And keep that in mind again, not just for this show, but for the other content creators out there, because statistics generally work the same. And I know that I don't have the biggest audience out there at this time. But one of the things that I do have in my favor is the consistency and the number of episodes and that puts me in a, uh, a, 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 a bracket, if you will, of podcasters that, that, that just many don't make it into with reaching that number. You know, this, in this case, two years or over 400 episodes. Um, so, you know, I like to think that while I'm no expert, I do have some idea of what I'm talking about. And really all I'm getting at is encouraging you to support your favorite content creators, not just me, but everyone out there by leaving them rating and reviews in the manner that, you know, suits them best. And in this case, as far as I can tell, 
Apple Podcasts is the way to do that because there's still some affected impact on the algorithm in the way that shows are exposed to new listeners. So yeah, do that, social media, all that jazz. I'd really appreciate it. So where is everybody listening from? All right. Like, you ever wonder about that? I've talked about it briefly in the past, but not lately. So 85% of the listeners, 12,500, right here in the United States. Okay, then we've got 3% out in Germany, 2% in the UK, 2% in Canada, and 1% in France. We've got a handful of other listeners elsewhere, but what I'm not sure of is if this is where the listeners are actually from or if this is where they are running their VPNs through, if you know what I'm saying. Um, the top 10 cities. Let's take a look at the top 10 cities where the listeners are coming from. Number one, Cleveland, Ohio. 4% of the listeners coming in from Cleveland. Tied at 3%, we've got Lakewood, Ohio. Portland, Oregon. And Columbus, Ohio. Tied for 2%. Westlake, Ohio, Medina, Ohio, and Auburn, Washington. Oh, also tied for 2%. 2% across the board. Westlake, Ohio, Medina, Auburn, Washington, and then Wellington, Ohio, Berea, Ohio. 1% North Olmsted, Ohio. So we got a lot of Ohio listeners. A lot of local folks giving me some love and giving me some support. I really appreciate that. Um... So over the course of time, 88% of the downloads have come from North America, 9% of the downloads have come from Europe, and a handful have come from Asia and a handful have come from Africa and South America, but uh, as well as uh, the area known as Oceania, all of those islands down there. So uh, there you have it, guys. Um, where are we at with the last 10? Hmm. The last 10 episodes show Cleveland coming in number one, Maple Valley, Washington coming in number two. I know who you are out there. Lakewood, Ohio, number three, Traverse City, Michigan, number four. What's up, Traverse City? Westlake, Ohio, tied for number four, along with Lakewood. Traverse City, and then we've got Burksville, Kentucky, 5%. Aberdeen, Aberdeen City, tied with Medina at 4%. And we got Merrimack, New Hampshire, and Auburn, Washington, tied at 3%. So it looks like we're mixing things up lately, reaching people in Washington, Michigan, Kentucky, New Hampshire, I'm down with that. We've got more downloads in the UK lately. We've got more downloads in Germany lately. So shout out to you guys in Great Britain. Shout out to you guys in Germany. Thank you for your support. And 
I don't really know what else to uh, cover in terms of statistics, and I don't want to bore you with that. A couple other quick thoughts. When I was thinking about what exactly I was going to cover on today's episode, as we reflect back on where we, you know, where we've been, where we are now, and where we're going. Um, we've talked a lot about where we've been. All right, I talked about the rudder of the day and how that was a critical part of the show. There were a couple other books that I read from time to time, little reflections, devotions that helped provide some structure and guidance to the show, one of which was 365 Dao, a book of daily meditations by Deng Ming Dao. And the book consisted of a brief poetic aphorism providing a theme followed by a clear, insightful meditation on the day's Taoist principle. And that was always nice when I wanted to mix it up and just sort of talk freely about something different, maybe some kind of seasonal change of pace. And then late, uh, recently, recently means sometime within the past two years, I was gifted a devotional called Strength for Today by David Jeremiah. And I shared that several times for topics of the show. Now, as I scroll through the episodes and I can already see that the rudder of the day, we started getting into that in the early episodes. Um, We've started talking about financial peace in the early episodes. We were talking about gratitude, habits, goals in the early episodes. Writing your autobiography in the early episodes. The strangest secret in the world in the early episodes. Okay, a lot of this, the early episodes, came from... The, 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 the structure and guidance that I was receiving from Dan Miller and from the 48 Days Eagles community. And I continued using the rudder of the day in conjunction with 365 Dow all throughout 2021, along with more content that was farm related building out the commercial kitchen more talk on goals uh, more talk on you know diet and health finally diving into doing an episode on covid in august of 2021 i finally spoke about that um more talk just creating content on the rudder of the day, the rudder of the day, health, spirituality. Finally, in November of 2021, eight-part series on goals. Eight episodes in a row, 
financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, career, and then a conclusion episode on all of this. Towards December 2021, we start talking about the four pillars of health and we're talking about health-related things and all kinds of things. So, you know, I, I, basically, guys, the show consisted of a routine rotation of the rudder of the day, health-oriented topics, February, we're talking about how to homestead, what a homestead is, why homestead, homestead operations, entrepreneur versus entrepreneur, scaling up fermented food production, phone storage, and, and you know, the full moon, lots of, lots of content from the old farmer's almanac. Shifting gears a little bit, moving more towards homestead-related content, Old Farmer's Almanac-related content, still dealing with the rudder of the day, lots of talk about goals, starting to explore a little spirituality here and there, and ultimately, in May, I left my job. I resigned. And that was when things really started to change. I started to record the episode from home. I started to put a little bit more thought, time, effort, and energy into the show notes and what I was talking about. Talking about topics in June like self-employment, life planning, podcast monetization, revisiting Financial Peace University as I led a course, increased talk on goals, still talk about uh, Old Farmer's Almanac content, and really that basically gets us up into where we are now, you know, as we continue looking at August, three months into the Great Resignation, um, talking about farmers markets in September. That's guys that we're, we're here now. Lots of talk about the online store, lots of talk about growth and development of the family business. And so from episode one, where we simply talked about the goals and objectives of the show, personal growth and development, deliberate living systems, and a strong and supportive network. Looking back over two years, that's been exactly what we've done with the show. It's been exactly what we've created within our communities. That's ex been exactly who we've been connecting with, those interested in personal growth and development. That's you. That's why you're here. That's why we seek the people that we seek in our life. And even if they're not a member of this community directly, your interaction with them and what you bring to the table here helps. So thank you for being a part of that community. Thank you for being a 
a part of the community that we've been seeking. Thank you for being a part of All Around Growth. I'm not going to stop talking about the goal setting workbook. There's been a new link to it. It's updated for this year and it's less of a focus on 2023. It's not going to be a yearly goal setting workbook. This is just a goal setting workbook. I can't encourage this enough. It's a free download. Sign up for it. Start taking active steps to change your life. Whatever the case may be, in the workbook we start with financial goals because oftentimes those are the most tangible and easy to set. And with goals, it's about behaviors and it's about patterns. And once we start moving forward with those goals, much like Dave Ramsey talks about with the snowball method of paying off debts and how it becomes easier to gain traction and make progress on our debts, it becomes easier to make traction on our goals when we have a bit of framework. And this goal setting workbook is a great way to obtain some framework when there's so much going on in life that oftentimes it's hard to wrap our heads around everything that is going on. Family, parents, kids, business, it can be hard. It doesn't have to be that hard. So check out the goal setting workbook. It will help. And in terms of where we're going, mm, I don't know, but the future is bright. We're very optimistic about things that are going on here. We're very optimistic about the new markets that we're in. We're very optimistic about the launch of the online store. We're very optimistic about the direction that we're heading in terms of the website and how we're developing it in large part due to my brother and his help. This is truly a family effort here. And over the past few months, I've really been able to understand that. And when I say family, I don't mean just my simple immediate family, my parents and my brother and sister. I mean, Cody and his family, they're as much of a part of my family as my family. And I hope that the people I consider family continues to grow. I hope that I become increasingly receptive to people who want to be a part of that. Because that's hard for me. but the world is full of good. I've had to separate myself from certain things and make some big changes in life for me to really understand this.
and understand it well. And if you're willing to make some big changes in your life and make yourself uncomfortable in order to put yourself in a different position so that you can really experience that change of perspective, you can have that too. And a great way to figure out how to do that isn't just simply listening to this show, but it's participating in the community over on Telegram at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Yep, we do have communities on other social medias as well. And uh, they're just not as active as the Telegram group is. And maybe that's because I'm just simply not as active in them uh, as I am in Telegram. But um, you are welcome to participate in any of the social medias that you can find us on. We do have a MeWe group. We have a float page. And I'm on Minds. For those of you that are into Minds, I routinely post content there as well. So um, not super active there. I think it's kind of a strange platform. Uh, same with Gab, but uh, I post there for those of you who like to use it. Um, it's... Uh, it's, it's kind of nice actually, but I just, I just, uh, I haven't really gotten down with it because uh, it's social media, man. I just, I, I don't have time. F no, I do have time for it. I just choose to make time and spend time on different things at this point. Maybe at some point in time when I level up my uh, social media presence and the whole, everything that we're doing with, um, with the online game, maybe I can dedicate more time to that. But quite frankly, guys, it's it's been, um, let's see, May, June, July, August, September. It's, you know, four months of self-employment has been kind of a, a roller coaster as well. And I'm trying to figure all that out. So not to mention the last few weeks of not having a journal. Uh, I gave, a well, yeah, I did. I gave away my last best self journal and I'm kind of kind of winging it here lately so uh feeling feeling all kinds of off kilter but you know we just talked about a number of ways to get back on kilter and you know develop that rudder if you're feeling off so guys Without any further ado, I'm just going to conclude this show and encourage you to check out the show notes for everything that was discussed in today's show. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in. As always, I appreciate you being a part of this community. This is what it is in large part because of you. So thank you very much for participating in the All Around Growth podcast, the community, and everything that we're doing. I'm very grateful for you, and uh, I look forward to catching you on Monday. I hope that you have a great weekend out there with your friends and your family. We'll see you next time. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.
That I believe 